the sorcerer with the er not or we had that problem a couple of times the sunday skypers you you guys played late such feelings before so this is yeah same idea only got a little bit more weird <laughs> fantasy well the, the little bit more is just like if you want to know what he thinks of particular tags or stylings or, mm-hmm. or callings there's an explanation like imagine obviously like this weird fantasy uh thunder the barbarian type craziness so what are you feeling feeling like dirk maybe i should be the, the sorcery type you be the uh all right i'll be the, th- the thundarian type <laughs> <laughs> oh heck it's, it's a one shot dangerous like dangerous are you let's get dangerous and obviously, if there's a calling that is not there, that is that you feel like is totally appropriate for like weird Thunder type fantasy, make make it up. An illusionist or a conjurer or something like that. That's oh. flashy. Uh, his magic could be useful to be uh, entertaining as well as uh, getting him out of trouble. Sure. Well, let's call that an illusionist. Maybe. No, I think he's a knight. It'd be a knight. Okay. Dangerous knight. Choose a goal. Crush the bad guys. Always a fan favorite. Well, I think I'm awesome, so maybe I just keep being awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's fi- he fights the bad gay bad guys. He's a knight. Hmm. Maybe we should go for our MOT for his name. Maybe he could be Ardvark Man. No. What styling? Oh, flashy. Right. Right. Never mind. Or I just I break down and go to the random fancy name generator and ah, knight names. Somehow it would be funny if you didn't have a knight name, like if you were called Jethro or like something. <laughs> oh, that's just that's just a horrible one right there. Wati the Mighty. <laughs> okay, yeah, just spell that for me. No, no, oh no, I like this one better. Robard the Brute. <laughs> Robard the Brute. Okay, Robard is one of the pre-generated characters from uh, the sword scenario, so that's great. Dangerous Knight. We pick two advantages. So we each both pick. So we're what's, are we in the same company? Uh yeah, you pick them together as a company of adventurers, right? That, that I'm assuming you're not in rival companies of adventurers, although that could be hysterical too. Zoban the Magnificent. <laughs> Zoban the Magnificent. Okay. And the Robard the Brute. Well, we our company definitely has a badass reputation, right? <laughs> Do you want something useful or just? Oh, there, that last one. Lucky. Right. Yeah, it's the only way we survive. We're lucky. Okay. <laughs> What's our trouble? I'll let you pick that one. Um, exiled. Yeah. We're exiled. Uh-huh. I couldn't help it. I had to burn that village down. <laughs> Do you guys have a name for your, for your adventuring company, or are you just those guys? Two of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, there could potentially be less important what was hanging about. Hey, uh, I'm a knight. I, I, ha- I have a patsy. I mean, I have a, a, <clears throat> a, a, a stooge. I mean, I have a... What, what, what's the name for those guys who can help knights? Uh, not page. page. Squire. 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 I, I have yes. a squire. Bob. Bob the squire. Squire Bob. It's almost like Friar Tuck, only worse. I'll leave his personality up to the GM. He's probably more punch- He's probably more my poncho than a, than a Bob. Any any minions or... or um. Stage assistants there, Zoban? Oh, you gotta have an Igor. I'd prefer a uh, pretty assistant. All right. Eye candy instead of Igor. Okay. Do you want to name her or should I? I mean, it could just be Judy or like. Trixie! 
<laughs> Elsinore. Elsinore? Evermore, Elsinore. She is your pretty assistant. Mr. Z! Mr. Z! Hopefully she's not played by John. <laughs> that is not the voice I was imagining. Roll for adventure! We're not going to do that. I'm going to be uh, a bastard and drift this uh, this whole thing. Because I'm, I'm seeing some very... I've played this a couple of times now, and I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, I keep doing the same stupid stuff. So I'm going to start you off somewhere, and then I'm, I'm going to like glance at the lists every once in a while, and maybe advance things that way. Uh, but I'm not going to like force myself to do a, oh, I, I got to put a death machine in here, or, or I got to put you on the shore of a great sea somewhere, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Basic mechanic, of course, is uh, a bunch of dice, and you want to get um, your number or lower if you're rolling for stuff like um, swords, you know, mundane tools, weapons, logic, diplomacy, calm stuff. Yeah, and high and, if you're going for sorcery. Yeah, exactly. And if you roll on your number... Every, every die on your number, you get a question. Same as, same as lasers and feelings. And you're not, you're not limited to the questions that are in the paragraph, but they're a good place to start. We're going to start you off in this incredibly arid, uh, crimson red desert. And there are all these like dunes around you, you know, spitting sand because the winds are all like flying around and they're not like cold winds. They're like these hot, annoying winds. Uh, creating little dust devils all about you. Uh, we see like each of your characters, you know, passing the camera. We see the sweat beads on your faces, and and um, your clothing is sort of beaten down and dusty. And um, you're 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 laboring through this landscape. So, Bon, what are you carrying that you shouldn't have? I took like uh, the royal signet ring from the country we were exiled from. All right. Cool. Is it in any way, shape, or form related to your, like, illusions, or is it, like, a completely separate thing? No, I was just upset that we were being exiled, so... <laughs> it's a trophy. He took a trophy. That's one thing he did. You weren't going to leave empty-handed, okay? Cool. Are there any, like, uh, legends or tall tales about the ring that you know about? Oh. Ah. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it used to seal the treaty between humans and the dragons? Sure, okay. So obviously it's important and they're going to want it back. <laughs> you think? No, I'm no. not going to be able to do that voice for a- a- at all. No, we'll just do a normal voice. Yeah, don't, don't strain yourself. Robard, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you had a, a title in this country you were you, you guys were exiled from. I mean, you had the a brute. position. Oh, position. Oh, yeah. um, I was a knight for, some, for a petty lord and... We had a falling out. Here I am. So how, how petty? Like, like obviously. Oh, he was just a baron. I mean, petty I mean, as in not so high, not so high level. Sure. So but he also was petty too. So what was this like? Um, nevertheless, maybe a noble at with connections to the to the court, since this was a, like a royal signet ring that that um, your compatriots. Yeah. Oh, you know, it, being a baron that would be just enough level for him to be like the uh, the official keeper. Of the of the royal treasures. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Bob's back there going, Oh, it's Sandy. I'm getting sand in my breeches. So what's this Baron's name? This is the Robard's a bit of a French name. 
Pierre? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's hey, let's just let's use a name and see how many people get this in the audience. Guy de Lombard. Guy de Lombard. Oh, that's too too complicated. <laughs> just just um, Lombard. Let's go with that. Yeah, that's, yeah, Lombard. Yeah. I think you've been driven into this this desert, right? By your pursuers, by the the, the indefatigable Baron Lombard, who um, is of course incensed and uh, and humiliated by your you you guys stealing or well Zoban stealing the the signet ring and him well, supposed he to had help. <laughs> well, of course, should have paid us. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got the finger off of it, right? No use for that. So was it on Baron Lombard's hand then? Oh, probably. All right. Uh, so yeah, he's missing a ring finger. Have you seen a nine-fingered man? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're like straining through this desert. Elsinore uh, is like wrapped up in, in these um, cloaks and and squinting through the the sand that's been blown all over you. And she she squints back and she points to the horizon, and you can see uh, this like plume of dust that adverts Baron Lombard's uh, long-range scouts who are uh, fierce slingshotters, let's say. They have these, like, slingshots with um, explosive um, loads. Alchemical uh, warheads, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and they're, they're frightfully fierce, and they, they ride these weird um, sort of cross between horses and, and mosquitoes, uh, these sort of vampire mounts with these long suckers. They're riding sturges. Okay. <laughs> they're not going to be terribly uh, frustrated by this... this uh, terrain because the vampire mounts have these rudimentary wings that they can they can flap about with so um not flyers but you know anyway it's a it's a crimson swirly mess what do you guys do i look and see how soon will they be get, catching up with us oh ours it is a dust storm i look at the where it's thickest we'll lose it the only thing we can do is lose them in that dust storm they won't be able to follow us, so I, I suggest heading heading straight into the worst of the dust storm. It will definitely cover our tracks. But sir, the dust will the dust will get in all of our eyes, and and we will lose our tra- track of our our directions. Complained Squire Bob. Scratch That's okay. We got a wizard. I bet he can do. We, no, we have a sorcerer. I bet he can do some of the finer way. I have a feeling nobody gets uh, Soban's actual. <laughs> Calling right. <laughs> Master of magics. One appellation is good as the next. Actually, you know, this is actually followed by expertise, too, because I understand tactics. I will start uh, working on an illusion of us going in a different direction. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm. So since there's no, no, no immediate time constraint, I'm not going to make you, like, take an action to make a big sorcery type of thing. So you don't need to, like, um, you'll count as prepared. So don't worry about that. You'll get three dice if you want to do this. And I guess this is not something that knights t- typically are known for helping with. You know, uh, one thing I think of is because I do have, I know tactics and weakness. I could suggest the best way to make them move if he tells me what he's doing. So it looks, they look more realistic. But then again, he's illusionist. He knows how to do that already. I'm more worried. I'm more worried about picking out the best path to get us to the uh, the worst of the dust storm, so we can disappear and sure. cover our tracks. We'll handle that after Soban makes your your illusion. Three dice. Yes, so you roll three dice, and uh, obviously any anything that is uh, over two, I think, for you. Or what was your number? Uh, two. Two. Okay. Three over two with one actually a two. Oh, okay, so that's two successes. 
but you also get a question if you get insight. So the two doesn't doesn't count for a for a success. You have to roll over. But on your number is a question if you want. Well, what's the the best way to elude our pursuers? I you know I can think of no better way in this storm than to <laughs> make copies of yourselves as you are doing, like to present the perfect uh, illusion, right? Since tracks are going to get effaced pretty quickly anyway. You know, you're on the right track. I, I, there's no, you know, fancier way except maybe digging yourselves into a dune, but that's no, not particularly funny. Uh, if you wish, you can re-roll that one die. See if you can get a, an extra success. No! Still, you have two successes, so you do well. What does this look like? Well, like, uh, what, what's your your uh, illusionism in action? It is us going off in you know about uh, ninety degrees from the direction we're planning on heading. All right. Do they just just like pop into existence? Do they slowly form? How does that look? Do we like go down over a dune and then you have them pop up the other side, or make sure we're out of sight of our our pursuers? Then sure. Been working on this for a while. I just go. Well, this is um, a simple way to fool our pursuers and snap my fingers. And <laughs> they pop into existence, and our friends will lead them that way while we go the other way. <laughs> I wave at myself, and he waves back. <laughs> I lean over to Bob. Do I look like that? Never mind you, says Bob, and he holds his midsection like <laughs> guiltily. Elsinore is, is she's used to the whole magicy thingy. So she nods. Good work. Yes, it's, he's nearly as handsome as I. <laughs> Since nobody else pointed it out. <laughs> yes, of, yes, of course, Master, says, says Elsinore. Now, which direction? Does the knight have an idea? Well, whichever way is the, uh, where the storm is the densest. Oh, do we really have to, says Bob. Bob? We, we have the, we we have have the solutions. They're the, the rain those steeds. They get close enough, they can smell that there's no blood. Oh, well. They won't well, smell any blood. Where do we go, blood. then? Actually, I look, I look over at Zoban. They won't smell any blood, then, will they? They get close enough? I did well. I didn't do a critical success. Uh, no, I didn't realize that was needed as part of the magic. This way, then. But I'm going to stay below the edge of the dunes so we don't we give them time for them to follow the wrong folks. Uh, so you want to call this, like, uh, tactics of some kind? Yes. Well, he's been planning his thing. I've been pl- trying out a co- trying to chart a cl- course through the dust and sand to, to where the, the storm's the worst. I think so, that's fair. Yeah. 3d6 then too, huh? Go for it. And I got roll under five. Yes. Woo! Ah, three successes. Critical success, for sure. Not only do you, um, you lead them into this, this great big, uh, the thick of the, the hot wind uh, sandstorm stuff, right? And you're mm-hmm. squinting and stuff, and and um, things become become difficult to discern. Even you know the storm thickens, and and uh, things become difficult to discern even at at arm's length. But before you know it, the swirling sands and of crimson just stop, almost like they hit a wall. You almost tumble into this um, little bubble of complete um, calm. It's oh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe uh, what would it? Sixty feet across. There's a sort of depression in the sand, and in the de- in the depression, there are all these colorful petals and blossoms in like all these unnatural colors, like like uh, blues and well, you can imagine a bunch of like uh, types of ra- hues of yeah, rainbow type um, blossoms, and they all 
extend toward or extend from the middle where you have a bizarre-looking clear pond with a strange statue of a um, a woman playing a flute while urinating. Well, that's thing you don't see every day. Soban, check it out. It's obviously magic. Yes, I will. Yeah, you, you get the sense that, that this is like you're going to be safe from Lombard's uh, pursu- your pursuers here, but yeah, obviously. I mean, basically, if you look up, we, we, it's 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 clear, but if we look up. There's a red dome overhead, more or less, of sand oh, yeah. blowing over yes. it now. Yep. I don't think the water is safe to drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually a, like a like a fountain, so so the the whole urinating thing is not like a. I still anyway. don't think it's safe to drink. <laughs> <laughs> examine the uh, the boundary of where this is, and go examine the the statue and see if you can discern the nature of this strange magic. All right. So when you start moving through the the leaves and the blossoms and all that stuff, you know, it's like the plants turn toward you and there are all these like tendril like appendages that spring out from the leaves and flowers to sort of almost like uh feelers reading you. <laughs> the same happens, you know, well for the rest of you if you step down into the depression, mm. which I guess you do. No, no. Unfortunately, Robarts is sort of sitting on the edge. He's himself propped. He's just watching. Looks over at Bob. Bob, get my chainmail out. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> he unslings the his rucksack and starts going through the various knickknacks in there. Potion, uh, salve. Uh, uh, must be at the bottom. Ah! He pulls it out. Crimson sand starts pouring out of the um. Link. <laughs> I basically get dressed into my chain into my chain because sure. you know I've just got a bad feeling about this place. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Elsinore is is uh, you know shaking the sand off of, off of her and, and uh, bundling up the um, the cloaks, and uh, of course she's dressed in her like like you might imagine sort of a, a, a minimalist belly dancer outfit to sort of draw attention to herself as the pretty assistant. Okay, I can look at that all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a portion where Bob goes, sir, sir, your arm, sir. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're moving down toward the statue and, and examining it. That's that's what I heard then, Soban. Try not to step on too many of these uh, tendrils. Sure, sure. Once you've passed, they sort of withdraw, but they're still sort of in the air, sort of almost like almost like very thin uh, seaweed. You know, moving in some unseen breeze or or undersea current. They're they're really weird, and they do this in the in the sort of path that you've trod, trodden all the way down to the, the statue. How do you approach this like um, examination if that's what you're doing? Well, he's got a uh, keen eye for the uh, magic arts, so he's looking for the telltale, unnatural signatures of uh, the mystic energies, and uh, there's some sort of Temple to some nature goddess, or could be, could be. Do you, do you want to go over, you know, your mental registry of the thing, or would you like to, like, maybe prod it with uh, some sorcerer's power, prod see it if it responds stick. in some way? Prod it with a stick. <laughs> Going over, do I do I recognize this image as god demi goddess? I don't know. Do you? Is it vaguely familiar somehow? If she's a god that likes to party, then maybe he would uh, recognize her. <laughs> <laughs> if 
she's actually some some out in the woods nature goddess, then he probably wouldn't. Okay, well in that case, I'm sure you heard uh, stories of uh, like the previous a previous cycle of the world where there were you know as many gods as you could imagine, possibly imagine you know ten thousand myriad gods roaming everywhere. But that didn't quite work, so um, th- that version of the world ended and this current version popped up where there were less gods and more people and this is this may be one of the um the old ones uh either in depiction or physically uh some you remember maybe that some of them were turned to stone or salt or sunlight or something like that right but their influence is still around in the world in some respects uh you could you could say that this whole like red desert is is sort of the corpse of one of those old gods. And this may be, you know, uh, a place of worship of old. Maybe you don't remember her name, but, you know, the whole, the whole like libertine, uh, enjoy yourself and, and don't think so much about what other people think deal. Um, it's maybe familiar as something that is occasionally, um, venerated or, 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 um, spoken of in, in praise back home. By the way, um, Robard, what, what is your homeland's name? Since we got a French theme going on here, um, uh, well, the first three words that come come into your head, and we'll pick one of them. Don't think too hard. <laughs> first one came out was escargot. Uh, um, the next thing came up was uh, Salish, some local native, local Native American tribe in the area. Let's call it Salesh. Salesh. There you go. Yes, the country of Salesh. There we go. So in Salesh, maybe in fact. Uh, this may be the, the origin for a corruption of this sort of um, the sort of national spirit or the national patron, the, pa- uh, the sort of patron spirit or patron goddess of, of Selesh. Oh, uh, like- it's a more restrained version of this. This is sort of the primal version that are maybe whispered of in, in remote corners of your homeland like the the patron goddess yeah kind of like kind of like athena is the the goddess of athens that kind of thing so maybe the maybe your name is for her is selesh or selesha or something like that but this would be the the primal version so that thought maybe flashes through um zoban's head and always the primal version is usually either worse or completely different than what you see in the current version. Yeah, like I said, uh, uh, the, the patron <laughs> the patron goddess of, of Selesh is, is more restrained, more um, kind. Go Doesn't ahead. take the urinating in the middle of a desert, no? Oh, no. Probably probably it's, it's she's like a patron of the arts, of like mm-hmm. refined singing and fluting and, and music making and, and that sort of sort of highbrow enjoyment, uh, whereas this is much more bass. Um, Tell me about it. As a knight, I had to learn to do poetry. <laughs> <laughs> if you say that, then Squire Bob will spit two times over his shoulder. Oh, this may be some sort of representation of Celestia, Celestia. You don't have to get the name right. Though, and obviously a more fun and less restrained version. I'm sure we'll be safe here. Well. Looking at all the green, was the original version of her uh, fertility f- fertility goddess of some sort or something? It's awful lot of flowers. Part of her magic. It wouldn't be much fun here if it was just all dry desert. <laughs> 
Elsinore sort of moving through the greenery and, and sort of uh, extending her arms and palms over over the plants that reach about to her knees. As you uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, the tendrils are sort of going up and, and following her and, and sort of dancing along with her motions. And she, with a strange grin, she starts doing sort of these vaguely belly dance look like, uh, you know, dance movements just to see if what happens. And the plants and the tendrils seem to respond and they sort of move around and, and um, start to not sparkle. What's, what's the word? Uh, twinkle? Uh, this... Twinkle? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Twinkle. That sounds good. At the edges, like at the, at the t- tips of them, they sort of like mm-hmm. psh, 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 give off some sort oh. of energy. Or a bit like um, St. Elmo's fire, you know, glowing along the edges, basically. Sure. Yes. And sparking. Um, well, this is different. I believe you've charmed them, my dear. <laughs> I lean over. Job. I lean over to Bob. Hand me my sword. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob does the whole, does the whole like kneels on on one knee uh, and sort of uh, you know the whole army of darkness presents the sword at the height, but you could just draw it if you wanted to. Take the sword. I'll take the sword and sheath and just wrap around my waist and tie it tight and grab my helmet and slip it on and I'm ready. I'm ready for bear. Elsinore says, I think maybe she must have been a goddess of ecstasy. This is, this is, and she starts sort of um, looking like her eyes begin to roll back into her head. And uh, she sort of loses herself before she can com- complete the, um, the sentence. And she sort of starts swaying in, a, in, a, in an almost unnatural way. And every time she seems to fall over, the tendrils sort of reach up and, and support her and, and prop her back up. Uh, and her sort of dancing becomes a little wilder. Bob, what's that thing that happens when a god takes over a person? Isn't that like instrumentation or something? It starts with an A. Asinine? No. Avarice? Uh, Affirmation? Whatever. She's becoming the affirmation of whatever this god Sally is. (laughs) (laughs) You think so? Even when he says that, you can see there's a look in his eye like, goddess of ecstasy, maybe I have a shot. Don't worry, Bob. I'll keep you safe. <laughs> that's not what he's thinking. But maybe that's <laughs> Bob, you Bob's stay totally here. going. Maybe I finally have a shot. Bob, you stay here. Guard the stuff. But you door. could. Oh. You would. Wouldn't you? I. I'm useful. I need to carry your things. And he's just coming along. You know, dragging the ba- rucksack after. Bob, I don't want you getting in trouble. You stay right there. But what if something happens to Elsinore? That would be t- terrible. I should look after her. We'll see about that. Wait here. Elsinore! Clunk, clunk. <laughs> so um, the the same, you know, the tendrils reach up and, and attempt to sort of um, oh, reach the sword you com- as well. The sword comes out. I don't slash him, but I just point the sword at him and say, back off, weed. <laughs> <laughs> so the tendrils sort of draw back in a way that, that you might you might attribute this sort of motion to being sort of amusedly coquettish in a person, but they're just tendrils on plants, so it's a bit like, uh. Yeah, he's going to walk into her. And if she doesn't do anything, I just go grab her by the shoulders and give her a good shake. <laughs> All right. She stops dancing and comes out of her sort of swoon or whatever it was, uh, her, her affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> and she sort of blinks and says, oh, oh, that was a, that was okay. a rush. Who am I? What happened? Who am I? What are you talking about? No, no. Who am I? What's my name? Why are you talking so silly, Robot? Why why wouldn't I know your name, she says, and she looks sort of um, flushed. I uh, just want to make sure it's you I'm talking to. 
Who would it be? A hand goes out and points at the statue. Oh, I think she's around. I just don't think she's around around. And she's certainly not. Bob's worried. Go talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) She glances over your shoulder, Bob. She's like, I think Bob will do just fine on his own. She sort of reaches out at the tendrils again and sort of plays with them. And they they sort of... A hand reaches out and grabs her hand gently. (laughs) (laughs) No. What are you doing? No, 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 no. These things are playing with you, not... They're, they're playing you, not with you, if you get my meaning. Oh. Go over there and... So lovely, she says. Well, you know, I go to a bar, bar wench, money, passes hands, you know. Same thing here, only there's no money involved. Don't <laughs> think you that, um... Ghosts go over and see Bob, okay? No, I, 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 think, I think we should join, um... Sobon by the statue. That looks interesting. No, you go over to see Bob. I'll go see Zobon at the statue. Well, that's just too bad. I don't work for you. I work for, work for Zobon, she says, and sort of brings, she, she puts her hands on her hips and assumes that sort of position of, you can't mm-hmm. tell me what to do. So it goes in the sheath. I grab her by the waist and throw her on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And I, for anything like that. And I just walk, yeah, she's kicking and screaming as she, as, as she would want, you know, and I walk over to where Bob is and I sit her down in the sand and say, Bob, watch her. You're no fun at all. Bob, of course, <laughs> looks very grateful. And I go over to see Zoban. And while you, you know. when you leave, sort of, you see Bob sort of looking up sidelong sideways at her and she's not even looking at him. She's sort of just brushing off some dust and she's just like, don't even think about it. In my impression that Bob is like barely five foot and she's almost six foot, right? Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go walking over, you sort out. And if anything comes toward me, I just put my sword in and say, you want to be clipped? So wave uh, <laughs> yeah. mystically around you, but they don't reach out to touch you. So, Bon, I think there's something going on here. Magical oasis in the desert, of course. <laughs> I had to rescue your assistant. I think she was being played with. Sure, it's nothing uh, too detrimental. I, I point at the statue. So, fertility goddess, goddess of the agriculture, goddess of wanted lust. Closer, I think closer to that. <laughs> He'll take his hand and uh, take up some of the, the water in the pool there and kind of examine it and see if there's any sort of unnatural nimbus as it falls out of his hand or... Um, it looks like very clean water, and it smells faintly of peaches. Mm, take a taste. Oh, it's lovely. Also, it has a, a hidden, like, you don't feel it at once, but it has a sort of an after effect, almost like drinking liqueur. It, you don't feel it right away, but it sort of, this, this fire spreads down your gullet a moment after you, you've drunk. And it's it's not a, an ugly or unpleasant sensation. It's, a, it's, a, it's the opposite. Ah, you have an empty wineskin. <laughs> I have a full one. I open up and deliberately take a sip from it and close it up again. Uh, maybe Bob's got one. I, I'll walk through the. I'll turn around and yell at Bob. Bob, you got a wine, empty wine skin? Uh, yeah. Why? Throw it here. Okay. Takes one out. Throws it across. Snatch. Hand it to Zoban. We're, we're going to want to take some of this with us. It's too good just to leave here. <laughs> Look at the statue and say, "So, um, Sally, <laughs> we're just here temporarily. Don't mess with us, okay?" 
All right. I don't expect I don't expect an answer. <laughs> do you do anything else, or or do you just like? <laughs> I'm more like I'm just waiting to see what the what the what the sorcerer is going to do. They're also kind of prepared just in case something all the plants turn into not tendrils but tentacles to cut our way out. I'm half expecting this place to turn into something uh, Cthuloid in a second. <laughs> <laughs> So when you reach down to take water, I'm, I'm, I assume you do, Soma, you notice right as you're about to break the, the, the surface of the water that the reflection of the statue, in the reflection, the statue is looking down at you and looks decidedly like alive, like a, a, a human woman almost, but with the features of the statue and um, a sort of uh, bluish skin tone. And uh, she smiles down with dark lips at you. Smile back, give her a wink. <laughs> like uh, reach into his robes and pull out a, a, a recorder in exchange for providing us with some of this nectar of the gods i will uh play you a little tune my dear oh nice <laughs> nectar i'm looking at the source of the water nectar <laughs> think of the source one. it's a goddess i mean if it was nectar becoming we have two fountains instead of one and if you look higher up, I'm, I'm uh, reading this as a kind of Thunder the Barbarian type recorder of some kind that you just push play or something. Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of the instrument, the recorder. The little, the it's little. like a flute. Yeah. Ah, OK. I'm going to have to look that up because that's cool. It's like a flute crossed with a uh, clarinet. I see. Cool, cool, cool. So you start playing? Play anything in particular or do you have an intent behind the playing? Some uh, light, airy tune that he knows like a good tavern tune or something uh are you attempting to maybe please the goddess is the attempt yes sounds so like weird powers and sorcery to me and passion <laughs> so so you're playing the hedgehog can't be buggered at all uh i'd say this is within your expertise and you're prepared so three dice if you want to risk it <laughs> one success <laughs> hmm all right so my lips are still a little dry uh, <laughs> perhaps if I had some of this uh, lovely nectar, a little bit more livelier. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So, so you maybe you take a swig, right? Mm. And you play along and all that stuff, and and you begin to get this very delightful, warm feeling in your in your all your extremities, in your belly, and everything. Or I guess I'm three successes. I'm trying to roll over. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is it? Oh my! Oh, right, 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 right. It's two. My mistake. It's a critical success. Okay. Awesome. <clears throat> now I have to rethink this for a moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. Yes. You're thinking about me. Yeah. I'm that would have been bad for me, but it's great for him. Still drinks it. I would say he still drinks it. Yeah. Only, you know, now it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I see the, the reflection is pleased, then I'm certainly safe to drink. If you say yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you drink and you, you play. And in, in the moment of play, around where you've walked previously, where these tendrils um, are sort of swaying, they begin to sort of move and sway. And as they do, they seem to project by their light tips these figures uh, like revelers. And they begin to sort of dance around too. Uh, in the middle of this, this um, when you're merrymaking ends, one of these sort of ghost images uh, runs up to Zoban and sort of grabs Zoban by the hand. You don't feel it really, but you, you're compelled to sort of move your hand along with it. And it points in a direction through the uh, the crimson swirls outside. The, the crimson falls away in a sort of perfect tunnel that's just tall enough that Robard can go through fully armored and seems to be a way out, a direction away from... Um, 
your current straits. The goddess is pleased and is giving us aid. Ellie, come on. We have a direction to head. I, sh- I sheathe my sword and I bow my head to the statue. That's about all she's going to get out of me, but you know. <laughs> Bob, gather the gear up. <laughs> but I was getting into the music. It was, oh well. He shoulders the rucksack and starts walking after you. And um, of course, Ellie, Ellie comes um, skipping through the verdure. Off we go. That was really something, wasn't it? She uh, says, Ellie. Mm-hmm. I could see all those figures. We must put a uh, a number in the in our show with a tribute to this goddess. Maybe Ooh, you can do that dance idea. <laughs> well, if I can remember it. Well, I remember. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> can I have some of that? She points to the the drink. Sure. Hand it over to her. It's uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I look at Bob and I hand him the water, the water, my water skin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's sort of looking at the other one and licking his chops, and sort of he looks over to you and his shoulders slump, but he takes that one. And <clears throat> if and only if nothing bad happens, you can have some later, okay? <laughs> so, when um, dealing, when yeah, dealing okay. with gods, gods and sorcerers, don't piss him off. Seemed pretty pleased to me. Because we didn't piss her off. Would you rather be fighting tentacles trying to get into your nethers? That's, that wouldn't happen. That's just a story. Yeah, let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, we following this tunnel. Does it eventually run out, or do we uh, leave the storm eventually? Uh, it does. You, you go through the, the tunnel for maybe a mile, and uh, the thickness of the, of the crimson sort of sandstorm increases or and, and lessens uh, on and off, but you reach a point where it dissipates completely. Uh, and you're at this like beautiful band of turquoise water, uh, and you reach the inner sea, which divides the, the western countries that you're, you're from with the, from the mysterious east. So do we come out on top of a dune or below a dune? Uh, below, I'd say. Okay, everyone stay down here, crawl up to the top dune, and then peek over top. I've taken my helmet off and taken my coif off, my chainmail coif off because that would actually show. I figure he's got like sandy blonde hair, so it kind of matches in with the sand a little bit. So only it's, sit- only it's vividly crimson. <laughs> Stick my hand in the sand, head in the sand, then a little bit, so I'm got a little sure. cover. Yeah, and I just look up over the edge. I'm just looking to make sure no, the war sturges are out there following us still. Uh, you see. This the storm sort of um, it's beginning to dissipate into the west. So um, mm-hmm. anything you know, any pursuers would be either, either caught in it, or they would have taken shelter, or they are obscured by it. Okay. You don't see any. All right, so I slide back on down. Well, we're safe so far. Shaking the sand on my hair. Which way, north or south? I'm looking at the. I figure the, we're on the what, the east on the eastern edge of the uh, no western edge of the uh, of yes. the sea. So. See anything along the coast either way? Sure. Um, Robard, what do you see to the north? To the north, I see the mount- I see the the Great Barrier Mountains. You can see the White Peaks. It just means they're just a hundred miles away, though they're that tall. Any anything between that and you? Desert. And there may be a couple oases and maybe one fishing camp, but uh, not much. Salt then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, south it is. Inner sea, fresh or salt? Uh, I'd say it's salt. Not super, super salt, but it's still salt. So, Zoban, can you, uh, you know, boil water with your powers? Why would I need to boil water? 
You having a baby? Oh. There's a big lot of water there. Trouble is, I'd get a handful and just take a sip and spit. It's not suitable for drinking. Hopefully we will encounter some civilization or fresh water. So what's south of us, Zoban? I believe there are some trading cities along the sea. Trade with the uh, the mysterious east. Sounds possible. <laughs> are they Cilician? The, the free trading cities. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. They're, they're, they're city states. Okay. You follow the the band of uh, inland sea, the the uh, turquoise band, um, southward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and pretty soon, you know, you see um, the the purple spires of one of these near cities. We probably see the smoke first from cooking fires and like that. You know, people still use coal and wood around here. Are they using coal? Uh, yeah, probably. It's not and an industrial we- city, so so doesn't matter. Yeah. It's it's called clash. Let's say that. Let's, let's steal something from somewhere, uh, and uh, and it's one of it's one of the richer ports. So you have you can see these magnificent purple sails moving gracefully across the inland sea, uh, and you see um, wives collecting uh, salt from the shore in in great droves, uh, and you can see uh, the odd like pilgrim uh, bathing in the very salt water waters. Oh, by the way, I've I've, I've, I've shucked my chainmail because it's too damn heavy and too damn hot to wear. <laughs> Not fighting anything. Of no. course, of course. Bob is very grateful of having to lug it around. Chainmail's too heavy to wear around in this climate. Here, Bob. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Bob has legs, has thighs bigger than your head. Of course, sir. <laughs> right away, sir. <laughs> Bring such your better clothing and linens or whatever you like to use in, in city settings. Oh, the cloth. There's a lady present. <laughs> hey, don't worry, Bob. We might find a horse. Then I can ride. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too bad it's not fate. You would have gotten a fate point for that. <laughs> you you begin to uh, approach the the city. You can you can uh, well mostly most of the unsavory smells are kind of masked by the salt briny air. And uh, you smell also, you know, fish and, and other stuff and, and spice from the mysterious east. You uh, notice pretty early on, though, you know, on, on the approach, there's this uh, there's this road that goes along the um, the beach that you've uh, walked up upon. This like stone road that leads kind of like a, in a very long semicircle up to the um, northern gates to the city. City of Clash, and you can see a detachment of these uh, Celestian, Celestish riders conversing with um, some uh, some Clashian uh, guardsmen. Damn! So how do you, how good you're making disguises? Give me a second. What do you want to look like? <laughs> Be inventive. I'm going to regret that, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a. Uh... Ugly fish wife with a big uh, wart on his nose. Yeah. <laughs> Bob's going to look like uh, her son. <laughs> of course. And of course, I and uh, Ellie will look like um, decent merchants. All right. Cool. You get three dice for this. Uh, if you take some time uh, to like prepare yourselves, if yeah. you do take the time, you're going to be in this kind of um, around closing time. So it may be dicey as to whether you get in or not, unless you look like locals. If you want to be sure that you look at least not like yourselves, take the time. If, you, if you're if you fine with sort of winging it a little and maybe 
uh, blending in with the rest of the people filing into the city. Uh, go with two. Do we feel the pressure of time or not? What do you think, Robot? Uh, I think it'd be funner to have the pressure of time because that way if something bad happens and we have to, you know, work or <laughs> do a bit more work to get, to get over it, I guess. We're lucky, right? Yeah, yeah, we're lucky, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Two twos. Double insight. <laughs> oh, so you didn't prepare. You didn't wait. If, if you did prepare and, and have the time element, you get to roll an extra die. We were going with the idea that, you know, that time was the issue and that we basically was, you know, do it now and don't, and we'll work it. And we'll oh, work okay, it out. okay, okay. I misunderstood. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing it right away? Okay. So you get two questions. You get insight when you're doing this whole thing. What's the best way to get into the city? The best way, obviously, is to make sure that you include a uh, trading pass, uh, a particular type of talisman that traders in town use to show that, you know, they're trusted um, trusted traders uh, and, and preferential. They get preferential treatment. So even if even if you were to, like, take your time, you would you would definitely get in no matter what if you could show one of these. That would definitely be the, the, the best idea. For, for guaranteeing your passage. Yeah, and according to the rules, we could change our mind and enroll again after getting the answer. Do you have a second question? Which I'd be on the lookout. Well, the obvious thing is obviously the, the detachment of people looking for you. But uh, you should also be on the lookout for... Um, th- there's a particular merchant house in this city, and I'm going to let John name it. You can think about that. I'll, I'll explain um, the consequence here. They're very picky about who gets to trade here. And uh, so you want to make sure that you not only have the appropriate, you know, paperwork, but you make sure you avoid, not, not paperwork, but the, the talisman, right? You want to make sure that they blend in, like they just seem like one of them. Uh, if you don't, they might, you know, call into question your, your having one of these uh, talismans and, and start problems and draw attention to you. And they're all over the city, right? They, they, they're, they like, very jealous. Make sure that I've got a illusion of an appropriate uh, talisman. Awesome. So you get to re-roll both dice. Yeah, have one success this time. All right, so uh, you barely manage. Let's see. Okay, so you get there. You manage to uh, um, uh, move with the rest of the crowd a bit and... Um, you pass the um, the detachment of riders from from Salesh at an arm's length. They're there, and, and the sort of um, mosquito snouted uh, mounts sniff sniff you suspiciously, but uh, none of them react. And you get to the uh, the gate, and and um, the guardsman in in charge there, whose helmet looks kind of like um, uh, one of those like old. Uh, Elric uh, type illustrations where the the helmets look like old fossils. He has one of those. He has this like shiny sword with the with a uh, uh, some kind of fish for a for a hilt. Uh, you know the the blade uh, extends out of the fish's mouth as as if it's its tongue, right? Very shiny. Uh, and mm-hmm. he you know looks you guys over and uh, he looks at the talisman and he says you two and he points to uh, Soban and and Ellie. Uh, you know pass. But when it comes time for uh, for the old fishwife and her son <coughs> to pass, he's like, no, 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 no. No more beggars. They, they work for me. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I don't think you have the appropriate uh, pass for that. But my son here, Timmy, we need to get in. <laughs> Isn't that right, Timmy? 
Uh. <laughs> I need my servant. Who's going to wash my feet? I'm oh, sure yes. your wife can do it for you. And the, and the guard sort of glances oh. at uh, Ellie. Ellie's no, disguise. No. He, he has he has the worst bunions, and I have a perfect thing for them. I wash them every night. The guard squints down at, <laughs> at the merchant's feet. Like, feet look fine to me. No, no, no. Please, sir. Please, sir. So while this is happening, you notice that the, the, the commander of the, the detachment, he sort of stands up in his stirrups and looks over the crowd and sees you sort of messing about. And you can see him uh, climbing off and making his way toward you. What do you guys do? I want to make sure that it's understood. You are in uh, Sobon and Ellie. You, you could just like slip away. I will slip away, but keep the area like in sight. Because I'm going to attempt a little magic here. Sure. To give him a chance to... Dude, I recognize this guy, don't I? This head, this guy, head of the, this head, because, yeah, you know, at least one, one village raid or one attack, we probably worked together at one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Let's get another good night name. <laughs> good night name. <laughs> if you can't come up with anything, he's going to be Karloch. <laughs> oh, no, no. It, it, it's, it's totally inappropriate for his position. He's Gabrielle the Merciful. All right. It's one of those kinds of names, you know, where, oh, yeah, let's call him for something funny like Gabrielle the Merciful. It's probably Lombard's, Lombard's uh, you know, yeah. main uh, right-hand man or something, main main dirty problem solver, knight. And you, you can see his, uh, his um, it, it, you know, it's definitely him. He has the, the characteristic snarl uh, or, or sort of, yeah, snarl. Oh. Yeah, and he has to, has to have a scar on his face. It starts somewhere around about the temple and ends somewhere around the on the other side of his chin. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> responsible for his scowl, his perpetual scowl. <laughs> I, I see him coming, and I you know I go, I remember him, and I'm going, definitely tapping my fact, know my opponent's weaknesses. Oh, sir, good night. And I come, you know, wad, you know, waddling over like an like an old fish maiden. Sir, speak for us. We need to get in. Please, please, help us, help us. Totally trying to throw him off his game and go straight at him, unlike the person who's trying to hide. And you think he will react how? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm basically trying to see if I can at least get on his good side. You you want to curry favor with the merciful? Yeah. <laughs> Unquote. Oh, yeah. I find that unlikely. <laughs> No, but I'm trying to get him off his, trying to throw him, throw him, because no one, because typically most people would go, yeah, I don't want to deal with this guy. Having some old woman come up to you and go, please sir, help me, should throw, throw him off and maybe help convince him that I really am a little old lady. I'll give you your two dice, if, if that's your intention. So if you want to confuse it. him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do it well. Right. Well, sure. We can we can call that diplomacy. Yeah, he looks uh, a little annoyed that that you know you would <laughs> you would approach him, but then he maybe there's a moment where he realizes that maybe his reputation isn't as far-reaching as you know all the way to Clash. He just uh, he just grunts, "Stop making ru- uh, a ruckus! We're we're looking for some very dangerous criminals here." Oh, I I, I hope you find them, sir. Could you speak on my behalf? I, I, I am my, my little son Timmy. We need to get in. You two aren't my problem, and your son seems to have soiled himself. Oh, Timmy! Back of the hand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! <laughs> I told you. I mean, and you know, Timmy, you know, covers his hand. 
Yeah. I can his mouth with his hand. Like, he was just about to say it, but sir! <laughs> just stop uh, Don't Don't bother this good man. You know, with with your with your protestations. Thank you, sir, for whatever, for for at least at least listening to an old lady. You know, I grab his hand. You know, and I, if he had his hands nearby, I grab it and give it a big old sloppy kiss. He um, takes his uh, sort of gauntlet <laughs> off and he digs into you know his belt and he pulls out you know a shiny coin and he throws it at your feet. I scrabble for it like I've seen many a person scrabble for where I toss little shiny coins. Thank how you, do, sir. Thank how do you, you feel? How do you feel about that? Having to sort of maintain the sort of beneath you, isn't it? Yeah, but if it was just me and him, I'd probably take him on. But it's not me and him because I look over at the other guys, and then and then of course the, the guys behind me. So sure, sure, sure. That's tactically sound. I'm just asking yeah. how you feel about this. Oh, he's gonna pay for it one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, you know, I'm grabbing the coin and he's like, oh, and I, I sort of scramble off with with, 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 come on, Timmy, we're gonna have to change your change your diapers again. <laughs> that, that was some. Quick thinking, sir. I mean, mom says Bob. Uh, pull him close, and you call me sir again, and I will stick this coin where the sun don't shine. Okay, yes, Timmy. <laughs> pat, pat. I come back. To, we come back to the gate. Oh, please, sir, let us in. I, I can. Uh, I hold the shiny coin up. Maybe uh, I'll buy you a drink. So you're you're, you're approaching uh, the guard again, but uh, yeah. I want to switch on over to Soban, who's probably found yes. a. Uh, a half secluded place where you can work your your magic if you wanted to. My magic is probably going to cause disruption. So if he can get in on his own, I certainly will let him. Is there some uh, magical way you could use to help him in his arguing? Oh, I have a shiny coin. It'd be interesting if that shiny coin was golden color. Yeah, uh, increase the value of the coin. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay, help another's action. Of course, this is sorcery. Add a die to that character's next roll or take one away. Oh, okay, so roll 1d6 to see if you succeed. I do? Yes. That is a success. A, a so. success. So um, you get to add a die to um, to John's roll. So how many dice do I get in total? So you get you get two, but you get an extra for... Um, uh, yeah, so three. For three dice. All right. I hold it out. And uh, hey, I at least got a, I, I got success and I got a insight. Oh, I'll ask this one. What is really going on here between the uh, guards here of, of the city and the uh, and the Silesians? It's pretty obvious that the Silesians Silesians aren't welcome. They are being made to stand out here looking for you instead mm-hmm. of uh, actually being let into the city and, and, and marshalling the, the the guard of the city and the nobles of the city to aid them in their chase. That's what's going on. And, and the guard is annoyed that they're there. And Gabriel is clearly <laughs> annoyed that he's not given the the respect that he thinks he deserves. Uh, and so he sees me, you know, handing over a gold coin that I had picked up, and he's going, "Wait a second! I gave him a copper. Gave her a copper." <laughs> that would that would have been something if you'd barely managed. Oh, wrong, oh yeah. Right? But right now uh, you have two successes, so you do it well. Yeah, if you so want, you can, you can use this this information yeah. somehow mm. if you wanted to make it like a try for a critical. No, I'm good. I'm good with just doing it well. So I, you know, reach out with both hands and the coin's in his hand and, you know, please, sir, let us in, let us in. And he gets to see the coin and goes, 
nods his head. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Come on, Timmy. He sort of shuffles you in, not necessarily on the sly, but it's it's sort of semi-surreptitious. Like he's making yeah. sure that none of the other, you know, low lives that have been asking to get in actually see, <laughs> right? And he yeah. probably saw saw the fact that uh, Gabriel tossed a coin, and so he sort of knows, "Hey, I'm taking his coin." Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> wandering in, and I, yeah, maybe and I, maybe there's a sort of he does this. You can see from the corner of your eye, he does this little tip of the helmet to um, to the uh, selections, and Gabriel looks confused. <laughs> okay, I, I go find I go find the uh, the merchant and his and his wife. So I look over at, at Bob. So Bob, did you? You did, didn't you? Oh God, we got. But he was him. Got, it was him. I was here. You could. You look like that. That hag. I still look like that hag. <laughs> <laughs> you still look like a little boy with wet pants, and I look at and look at those pants, and they are just wet, right? Yeah. He looks okay. at uh, Soban and is like, can, "Can you please just keep this illusion for a little while, just until I have." I can dig out a fresh pair. Find some place to stay. And we have the sort of um, diagonal wipe yeah. as, as you walk into a um, an establishment, uh, and there are sort of um, people in various stages of, of semi dress and undress. Uh, and there's wine going around. There's uh, sort of sinuous uh, smoke uh, crawling about the ceiling. Uh, men with great mustaches and and uh, big hairy bellies. Uh, there are musicians. Yeah, it's it's generally a jovial and messy atmosphere. Oh, uh, what, one of the musicians has this like giant sort of weird water-based uh, instrument. Kind of looks like a weird bong that produces a, a peculiar reverberating uh, bass tone. Hmm. He likes to blow every once in a while. It sort of makes your eardrums vibrate. It gets any lower, something else would vibrate, and then we all have to change our pants. <laughs> <laughs> Drop our illusions and. Well, before we go inside, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, the, the the diagonal wipe is like, now you're yourselves and you, you enter the, um, the establishment. Get some drinks and discuss our next move here. Drinks and uh, I look over at what, what's in the pot. <laughs> Fish stew. Okay, I can deal with that. I'll get them, sir, says Bob. And, and, uh, you know, no, no, sit, Bob, sit, Bob, sit, Bob, Bob, oh, Bob okay. sit down. There's wenches. Oh, yeah, but, oh, whoa, okay. So he sort of sits down, sort of un, unused to kind of being allowed to sit at the same table as you. He kind of looks uncomfortable. You're a squire. One day, this job will be yours. Really? If you live long enough, yes. I'll get to... Oh. So well, it suppresses a laugh at that possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie sniffs her bowl of fish stew. She's like, fish had to be fish. Yeah. Ooh, I got a head. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> right. I imagine your mouth fully open. You have like fish chowder around your lips. <laughs> it's almost like the fishy squaw from home. <laughs> hey, we haven't eaten all day, you know, <laughs> other than other than hard biscuits, you know. And look, the bread's soft. Dip, dip, dip. Let me put a little of the water from the, the goddess in the bowl. Maybe this will help the taste a little. <laughs> well, uh, Ellie says, ooh, at that. And um, and she tries it. It doesn't appear to be um, terribly put off. I sort of look at him. I take my tanker, drain it, put out just a wee taste. Have a little bit. Uh, you'll see how wonderful it is. Uh, I sip it. 
Bob, of course, uh, stretches out his little cup. As I put it away. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> Hand uncuffing, you put it away. <laughs> the look on his face. Oh, I sip. Tingly. Your nose fills with this sort of sensation of peach and a, a vague taste of peach. and then, But it's, usually, it's water at first. It feels like water, cold water. But then slightly afterwards, you get the whole sort of liqueur or, or spirit sensation of, of a nice warm sensation all down your, your stomach. I look inside, see there a sip inside, inside I've had or the bob. Try it. Oh, his eyes go wide and he grabs your <laughs> cup and he sort of sniffs it and, and then has a drink. And of course, it's not a whole lot there. So he, he sort of um, slurps when there's nothing left. And then he sort of bats the bottom of the, the, the cup, <laughs> get the last drop on his tongue, like, ah, mm. oh, oh, oh. Good, gu- good guy's piss, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I grab the regular bottle from the table and fill my, my mug up. Cheers. Hopefully we can figure a way, get yeah, a boat across the inland sea and get get, the, get as far away from Salish as we can. So what were you planning to do with that, you know, Wink, wink. And I wiggle my, my ring finger. I think we might find someone here who would be interested in purchasing it. It certainly has a value. Gabriel's not going to be outside the walls that long. He's either going to find some way to get in or, or or they'll start, you know, searching everyone leaving here. I, I have a feeling that the sooner we can get away from them, the better off we'd be. Wait a second. You could use it to purchase a, 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 a boat out of here. Or at least a trip on a boat. Would that be wise, says Ellie? She's like, uh, if you sell it here, surely people would recognize it or, or you know, that would be a sure way of, of signaling that we've been here. Besides, if I were you, I would keep it. I mean, it serves that bitch right, exiling us. I'm sure there's uh, someone here who would maybe not mind the one-upsmanship of having Selectia's signet ring. This would probably be a good place you can get a good price for it. Yeah, but I could see them ending up Within within a month being sieged, unless of course they sell try to sell it back. Celestia doesn't have any naval power that'd be difficult to siege the city. Celestia uh, is a is a landlocked nation, so all right. I sip my wine. Well, best thing we do tonight is you know find a place to stay. Not here. I don't think I can sleep here. Looking at the uh, this is the equivalent of a medieval disco. Say that the. Uh, the sort of weird water pipe blower blows a very sort of deep <laughs> reverberating note. <laughs> Pardon me, I gotta find the bog. <laughs> probably needs to find some place to stay. And then we can probably hit up one of the guilds. Maybe one of the sea guilds. That'd probably be best. We could, we could make a profit and get a tri- and get a boat out of here. It's risky. Whoa, what was the merchant house's name, by the way? Oh, you water, tips. water tips. Water tips. Water tips. Yep, all one word. And they're they're naval. They're you know sea based and so forth. They call themselves water tips. They would be the ones to control like maritime trade. So you would have to actually deal with them. Place to sleep first, and then tomorrow we um, hawk a ring. Right at that about that time, Bob sort of grabs your arm, Robert. Don't don't look now, sir. But I think that fellow's looking at you. Mm. And he points. Ev- you know, manifestly, evidently at someone. <laughs> Very sorry. I grab his finger and I bend, bend it a little bit back first. Don't point when you're saying don't look. 
And now let go. Sorry, Ma, I mean, sir. Nothing's shiny around here. Do they have, like, metal utensils or wood spoons? I'll, I'll shake the bottle and turn and, and turn in the general direction and, and shake the bottle at the wench, saying, like, we need more. And at the same time, oh, trying okay. try to get a look at who he was putting at. In one of the corners, you see two people seated at a, at a, at a table. And this is one of the shadowy corners. And uh, the one that um, you assume Bob was pointing to is this sort of rangy fellow in a hood. Mm, of course. Uh, who is doing a very bad job of, of looking like he, he belongs. Uh, no, we are. Half lounging, nursing one a, a cup of something. Like he's fully dressed as opposed to most of the patrons here who are half-dressed. Oh, There's that, that sort of glitter in his, his you know, hooded eyes looking over to your table. One of the kingdom's uh, spies, I, I no doubt. Well, when we get the new bottle of wine, the new bottle of wine, I sort of look down, eh, we definitely are being watched. It's probably one of, one of the... Uh, do we establish who is a king or queen of of Salish? So, so, I can't even pronounce the name of our, of our kingdom. It, it's it's a, a queen. Let's go with Celestia since that's what Dirk said. All right. Yeah. So it's one of Celestia's spies, I wager, or her, one of our many um, associate na- neighboring kingdoms. Well, we do stand out. Uh, I lean back and I look and look and I look not at Zoban. I look I look at Elsinore because she does stand out. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does have her cloak. Well, once we're done here, done here, do you want to uh, play a little game of uh, lose the tail? That would be a good idea. Yeah, all we need to do is once we go to our VC four people, I say make them look like us. Give them a choice. What's the plan? <laughs> if when he comes out the door, he'll see two groups of us going in opposite directions. Or ah, okay, I see. Uh, problem though is is there's no way to actually prepare this without being obvious. It's funner if we fail. So I guess we have we we have our our wine, our drink, and our and our fish stew with the delicious bread. And we could uh, try a less sorcerous way. These people seem pretty festive. We could uh, help the the party and just slip out in the confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Ellie points to the sort of water skin that you have. I bet if we gave him some of this, that would tip mm. the scales. So I'm looking around at some of the more boisterous individuals, and I say, that one there, that one there, oh, definitely her, that one over there. I would say if you get those four, that might be enough to, to get this into a right rollicking party. There may be some furniture breakage as well. I could dance, says Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, go sit in with the musicians, start playing, Ellie can dance, and, uh, well, I should bring everybody to their feet. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we want to create a, a, a great big party ruckus so, so you can cover your escape. Sounds like passion to me. So that would be sorcery. So you'd, you'd want to roll um, high. Are you doing anything to help here, bro? Well, Bard? well, <laughs> well I'm... If Elsinore is going to be dancing, I point out individuals who she probably should dance next to that, that she could then like get them reacting and get them going, so to speak. So we get the party going. I'm looking around, looking at more of the inebriated types who might actually help the party along if they get uh, get we can get them up and dancing or or at least doing something. I'll, so, I'll be nice and I'll be nice and call that a sword's help if you want. I'm doing tactics at this point, yeah. yeah. So basically, one die. Yes. Yeah. So 
Yes. It, it's under. So um so you yeah. get to add a die to um to Dirk's pool. Well we get get to the, the final bridge. Make sure you know you shove a couple people dancing in those guys' direction to cause some confusion and slip out. And I'll put a foot out at the appropriate moment and trip somebody. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. So okay. So you, you, you go and sit with the musicians and, and start your, your play. And, uh, and uh, Ellie throws off her, her uh, cloak and she begins to sort of uh, move with the music and dance around the room to get everyone's attention. And boy, does she. And let's see how this goes. Ah, success. Works his plan. So you do well. Fantastic. So uh, you, you get a crazy rile-up atmosphere. Well, what, what happens? Ellie dances around and pulls people who are sitting down up to get them dancing around the room. And we work to direct those people in the direction of where those, that corner where those guys are, are hiding. So <laughs> you create a dance floor yeah. <laughs> right around that place. Okay. Yeah. So that there's all these dancing people in front of them. And then when they can't see us, we dance on out. <laughs> so do you high five one of the musicians on the way out or? Yeah. <laughs> you manage to, to get everything, you know, going and, and practically all the, uh, the entire establishment gets up and begins to dance around. And a lot of them cluster around the place you wanted. You sort of s- slip out quietly and, and we see the two people at the table, the one with the, all the clothes, sort of stand up and look around confusedly and like try to m- muscle through the crowd, but they just get pulled in and uh, forcefully um, yeah, danced with. with. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so some very, a very large woman just grabs a hold of him and pulls him into his bosom and starts dancing with him. Of course, of ah. course. And they're sort of, he's sort of staggering around and then he sort of plucks her. Uh, but then, of course, her bow. It's like, what the hell? Sees that, and then you know, sort of, it, it devolves into a <laughs> an all-out brawl. <laughs> Find yourself a, a nice inn to stay in tonight. Let's let's examine uh, a few things that we may want to get in in the last like twenty minutes. Do you want to have like some kind of sale scene where you where you get to get rid of the ring, or uh, would you like to have a fight or um, something like that? Uh, well, well, what appeals? I, I think since they got here so quick, I imagine he probably sent someone back to Celestia to get some sort of writ or something to, to let them let, get, let him inside the city. So I imagine Gabriel would be in the city at least by morning at that okay. at that point. So yes, he'll be. You know, and of course, since we're at the docks, that's where he's going to be. Yeah, 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 you know, we're trying to get the hell out of here. What's the best way to get away out of here? On a boat. It's, do you want to just hand wave the sail at, at, all together? We just sell the ring and get the heck out of here, or or am I negotiating sales while you're holding off the? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you're going straight. You're not you're not bothering going to the guild. You're going straight to the merchant captain himself. You're on the gangplank while I'm busy there on the docks. Busy, you know. That's where, that's where the the guild would be anyway on the docks. Next yeah, year, they have some sort of guild house up on piers. So um, we see you, you guys, uh, approaching this this sort of weird, elaborate uh, beetle sitting on on um, pier legs in out in the water, where where the whole trade trade guild thing is is situated. And we see you uh, approaching it through uh, the morning crowd, and across the crowd you you spot Gabriel and his his squadron or or you know his his cohorts across the markets. And they see you, and you know, okay, shit, they've spotted us. What do you do? Do you split up? 
Well, I, I figured for the morning, I said we may have problems. So I am, well, dressed to dance, so to speak. So I'm in my armor. I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my tabard. So yeah, so I'm quite visible. So if he sees me, he knows exactly who I am. <laughs> I have my heraldry on, uh, on full display. So yes. <laughs> I go hit Bob. Bob, all Zoban. If worse comes to worse, you get to be, you get to learn to be a mage. Uh, uh, he's momentarily torn between his uh, duty to you and his extreme desire to not be anywhere near Gabriel. And, of course, his extreme desire not to be around Gabriel wins out. He uh, g- gives you a, a salute and says, good luck, sir, and hurries um, mm-hmm. on after um, after Zoban. And I look across the way and, and salute him and say, thanks for the bribe you gave me last night. <laughs> Uh, maybe there's a there's a sort of um, a thinning or clearing in the crowd where where Gabriel and his his fellow knights you know stride forth to to confront you and you you're standing across from him. I want to set up things so I can give him a, a helping die in his fight here. Oh, okay, and sure. As we see them, I want to uh, quickly create a couple illusory uh, swordsmen to flank Robard. <laughs> nice. Okay. So roll yours. Uh, help them. First, uh, that's that's over. So that's good. What does that look like? Well, what do the illusionary swordsmen appear as? I'll have them appear as local guardsmen. <laughs> okay. So it looks like you know he's got the some backing of some locals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so they just sort of appear well, out of- as a crowd is clearing, and they get a look to see him. They see there's also these two guys next to him. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I look over to one, nod, and look the other one, nod, and hopefully they nod. Robard, you, know. you poltroon. I've followed your worm's writhings all the way here, and here you will make your stand. I'll bring your head back to Queen Celestia, says Gabriel, so, of course. So I, I'm coming heads, I'm looking at who's following him, right? With my left hand, I whip up with my uh, handy crossbow, pre-cocked and loaded, and shoot <laughs> one of them. We'll, we'll uh, fix the, uh, resolve all that uh, with rolls, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm basically uh, yeah. doing, Indi- I'm doing Indiana cool. Jones, Indiana Jones, and shooting one of them just to get up to even the odds. Hey, I'll give you that one for free. So he's about to to sort of shame the the illusory guardsman <laughs> when you shoot one of his fellows, and he just what the attack, and yes. you sort of rush together. And uh, meanwhile, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, Zoban and, and Ellie and, and uh, Bob, you, you uh, uh, step into the, the guild offices of the, the water tips. How, how do you announce your uh, <laughs> your sale? Take me to your uh, master of trade here. I have a fantastic offer to make to him in exchange for passage on the ship that is leaving the soonest. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say uh, maybe you flash it before this, this sort of notary or something. And he just <gasps> looks notably impressed. And he, he just waves you along. And you're led to a um, a more lavish room with uh, like a bunch of statues and there's there's some douchebag in a like breastplate uh having having his uh portrait taken there are like a bunch of uh people like holding grapes and other things there's so, like this half naked man fanning him while sweating profusely himself and uh, the notice like uh his his highness the merchant prince goyo of clash goyo of clash the High merchant prince. High merchant prince, uh, my, my pardon, this man has a great treasure of interest to everything, the realm, 
Great importance. Yes, yes, yes. And he sort of looks at you like, I am not a salesman. What am I doing? <laughs> bring bring the, the hand out of the robe wearing the, the ring. So it's a... Oh, and there's this like slanted shaft of light through through like a, a high window hits the ring perfect. Which I, of course, have created. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like sound effect of like... We get a like 360 view of the ring. Why don't you roll uh, and see how how impressive you are to to this merchant prince? How impressive your your. How many do we want? Give you. I'll give you two. I'll give you two. Preparation sounds a little much given the the hectic circumstances. No. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Okay. Oh no! That's how things get worse. There's a catish sort of glee that springs up in in the merchant prince goyo's eyes as he looks at the ring and he says finally seize them and and out of nowhere these people who you didn't notice because they were in the corners of the room right and they they were still a statue so you you didn't see them at all they step forth and um assail you and attempt to grab you and uh ellie and bob of course and bob shrieks in surprise we cut back to yes <laughs> there's much clanging of swords and occasionally fighting some guy and they get close to a fish stall, stall grab right, a fish and the first thing we see is it's like a, a, a daring block or a, or a lunge or something no me grabbing a fish and bashing some guy over the head with it uh, <laughs> channeling multi-python fine they're, they're making use of the terrain you know sure sure okay tactician Let's let's have you roll first, and then we'll. All right. So, how many dice do I get? Uh, I'd say you're prepared, uh, given your armament and mm-hmm. ar- armor and weapons and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. So, that's three dice. And do I get the extra dice from? Right, you get an extra four. Uh, so, the so four d six. Four d six. Oh, three successes and an insight. Two successes. Uh, two two successes. Oh, two successes. Yes. Why is Gabriel really here? Oh, it's personal. I think he only had a very little scar, but then he met you. Yeah, I'll, so... I'll let you say how uh, how that happened if you're interested. Otherwise, it's like it, this is personal. Like you, you. He had a a fashionable scar. Yeah. And then you went and made it ugly, right? So you ruined his chances at court of you know wooing someone. That's that's like mm-hmm. his his deal. What's this person that he wanted to woo that totally is into you? Because that's also a thing that he hates. Some lady in waiting. I'm not that high high ranking. Elvira. Yeah, yeah, Elvira. She loves this, she loves wearing black dresses with low cleavage. You know, both had her eye on her. And uh, during one of our sparring practices, I tripped and my sword uh, continued the scar. He's never forgiven you. Now that he had a chance to get at you, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna really make a mess. Make a mess of you. So he's, I mean, this is personal. This is passionate. This is, he's angry. You could use that to your advantage. Yeah, I'm not engaging him yet. I'm basically taking out his, taking out his cohort around him first. So hopefully the, the, the illusion, the illusionary guards are doing, actually, have we attracted the real guards? No, no, no. Don't, don't think uh, about that. Let's just. Oh, that, uh, that, that, would, that would have been a critical. That would have been a critical. We would actually gotten the real, real guards showing up. But yes, well, right you now you haven't. You haven't rerolled yet. If you're using the information I just gave you, like he, this is personal. He's angry. You could use that to your advantage. How do you I use re- that to your advantage if you will, if you want to? Yeah, an angry person doesn't think straight. As I'm delivering a a, a, a tuna a tuna gras uh, <laughs> to some to one of his henchmen, you know, 
they're very, very soft. And I make a gesture with one hand, cupping <laughs> gesture with one hand. Let's uh, let you re-roll the... So just re-roll one die or... Yes. Ooh. Oh, no, another insight. Do you want to keep uh, asking and rolling or should we go with... Actually, that's a good question. Uh, how can I get the local guard involved? I, I think they're going to get involved no matter what. But, but sooner, the, but sooner the than more, later. Yeah, the yeah. more destruction of property you cause out here, the more eager people are going to be to sort of go rushing for guards because now you're hurting their business. I grab a I grab a fish cart and just ram it ram it right at him. Just get pushing and, and let going right at him. So you know, so he's got either knock out of the way or or do something with it. And then right. start throwing start throwing fish at him. Roll, roll, so, roll. One die one d six again. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think this is the gods saying, uh, "Let's just stick with your you do it well" result. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to come down to just me and him at this point. Uh, you you know? do it. Like the the conflict is is done. So so yeah. here's a question for for Zoban: What happens when an illusory uh, guardsman is uh, is defeated, quote unquote, or are they defeatable? Probably since I'm not there to be part of the, the magics anymore, it becomes obvious that they're, that it's an illusion and they dissipate. Ah, okay. And he gets a fish in the face. <laughs> right. So that's something that happens. Like, like somebody like finally gets past the guardsman's guard and he, he slashes at him and he just turns to, to smoke and he, there's a moment of what? And then, you know, he gets tuned so you alluded to uh, to Elvira, and and uh, they were very soft. And of course, there's that moment when when uh, Gabriel comes rushing at you, double handed over his head, screaming. What? How do you defeat him? As he swings down, I fall backwards, feet coming uh, feet coming up, and sword coming up. So I'm just basically going to give him a toss, and I'm near the edge of the edge of the market where where the deep water is, and he goes right off all over the side. <laughs> all right, in full armor. <laughs> He may survive. He may not. At this point, I get up and I just grab my bag of coins. And, well, he's going to get a, get a lot of coin inside and just just toss it around and then run. I'm, Characteristic helmets of the, of the local guardsmen begin to pop up here and there in the in the crowd, yeah. looking at mm-hmm. what's going on. I'm heading for the uh, guild for, for the guild sure. for the guild hall now. Sure. Uh, so in the guild hall, we cut back to the incredibly exciting part where these s- stealth guards uh, are stepping out and, and grabbing for for everyone. So as they're approaching, I step back close to Ellie, raise up my hand, going, stop, and raise this ring of fire around us. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's certainly magic and passion, so um, two dice. Hope I don't roll sneak eyes again. Much much better. Ah, nice. So, so um, raise that wall of fire and you go, oh, I came here to do business with you. If you wish me to burn down all your ships, I can do so. <laughs> nice. The guard to the left has sort of grabbed and grappled with Bob. And and when you make that sort of threat, the merchant prince raises two two fingers as if to sort of signal that, up, 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 up. hold on. Well, you can't fault a merchant for trying. Clearly, you are more capable than I assumed. And you say you only wish transport to the Mysterious East, I assume? To the land of uh, Toriel. <laughs> ah, that is not so very far. In comfort and style, of course. He uh, appears to think it over for a moment, and he says, Yes, yes, in comfort and style. I have just the ship. You leave the ring here, and uh, 
my notary will escort you to the, the proper ship. And he sort of signals for the, the notary to come forward so he can uh, take down the notes. This is agreeable, yes? Yes. <laughs> Wait, wave a hand and the fire disappears. All right. <laughs> Leaving no scorch marks behind. But so uh, he, he okays the, the, the notes and he hands them to the notary. And the notary wipes his sweaty brow. And this is far more excitement than he's ever expected in a lifetime. So uh, he approaches you with some trepidation. Uh, I think Ellie looks supremely smug when she sort of takes the uh, the notes or the the, the proof of, of purchase, if you will, uh, or proof of sale uh, with a thumb and forefinger. She hand over the ring. I look at the papers, see that they look good. Oh, yeah. They look utterly legitimate. Take the ring and flip it to him. <laughs> <laughs> And there's this, it's sort of this slow motion, uh, you know, spin as, as he catches it in both of his hands. And, and it's like Gollum seeing, you know, the wandering. <laughs> like, precious, precious. <laughs> we turn and are walking out before it lands. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's a stereotypical villain, bad villain laughter sort of cackling from, from the, the offices as you leave. Um, but we don't see any of that stuff. So you run into into Ro, a Robard. I keep wanting to call you Robald for some reason. I'm standing at I'm standing at the door, going, "Oh no, I'm waiting for them to show up." Figured, oh, there you are. Hi, sir. <laughs> Why do you have fish scales all over your gauntlets? Oh, it's a long story. I'll tell you on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're in the big ship over there. <laughs> by, by the way, I had I had him a a, a, a large sea bass. Uh, you know, I said, "You think you can cook this?" <laughs> <laughs> I think we cut to on ship, <laughs> like the galley where uh, Bob is wearing a sort of chef's hat and, a, and an apron, and he's sort of shoulder slumped, frying this fish over the the coals, like. <sighs> And and the ship's cook going, you're cooking it wrong, lad. <laughs> just just glance at the coach, chef. Like, you have no idea what I have to go through <laughs> on a daily basis. So what, how are you? Uh, we need to see this comfort and luxury. So what what is that like? You see Soban and Ellie relaxed on these cushions, drinking some of that fine uh, nectar of the gods that they had. They still have. Awesome. Yes, goddess piss. <laughs> I explicitly said it wasn't. <laughs> it may have been some other secretions, but... <laughs> of course, we find the loophole in the contract, and so, so me and Bob have hammocks in the lower lower section of the ship, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you prefer that, that's fine. No, that's, yeah, because you remember, he didn't say anything about us. Well... <laughs> Servants are bringing in some you know, peeled grapes or something for us, as... <laughs> I take I take one and toss it to him. Take that down to uh, Robard. He might be hungry. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting so, at a little wooden So table. what are Robard's uh, accommodations like when when your when your grape <laughs> arrives? <laughs> it's not it, it's not bad, and it's it's a you know it's a, it's a it's a, it's a small cabin. We have hammocks. There's a little table off to one side, a little chest to put stuff in, and there's a porthole that you can sometimes open. You know, not right now because the water is too high. It's a little crew cabin we kick someone out of. I think there's an like older sailor down there yeah. with you. Uh, yeah, he's sort of. He has mm -hmm. these like big gray, uh, bushy sideburns and uh, and a silly like uh, red uh, 
cap with the the, the flaring t- tip sort of uh, dro- drooping down over his ear. He sort of looks at you with this like half squinted, you know, one eye almost squeezed shut and the other very much open. He's like, Toriel, eh? Interesting place this time of year. Water snakes mm. everywhere. Well, we'll deal with them when we get there. So, how you like to see bass? Was it good? Good. Oh, I, 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 I. My compliments to the chef. <laughs> Maybe you toast with some grog or something. Give Bob a slap in the back. Now, let me tell you some tales when I was when I was squired to Tyrog the 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 insane. And we There's slowly sort of we fade out from from uh, Robard talking, and we just. Sort of the camera moves over to Bob, and we zoom in on Bob, and he's just... uh, Slowly, it just becomes this one note of single noise, kind of like a high-pitched note. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the camera's got to swing back, though, to Klesh. On the bank of the shore, a a mailed fist claws out and drags onto the shore. (laughs) I'll get you. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Of course, he has an octopus on his head when he comes up. So, <laughs> yeah, classic stuff. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. Usually, it's like you, you just grab whatever weirdness, uh, mm-hmm. you know, set the scene, do the whole craziness. And roll with it. I, I was just going to ask, like, uh, um, oh, sure. I mean, I we like- we played we played Aces of Feelings before, so you you, you oh, yeah. have some familiarity with the whole basic idea, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to like uh, poke you in any particular way, but but was there anything like? that you thought of that you would call out to say, like, oh, this was a cool thing, or I wish you'd done this this way, a different way, um, like, or yeah, anything, really, like anything that comes to mind about the game, either that I did or you did or someone else did. No, I think that we're pretty... I mean, we're, we're basically, we're improv it, so it's, it's... Oh, yeah. If we had done some bad... Let me just ask, what would happen if we, if, if we had really blown the role there around the goddess? Would we have dealt with tentacles and crap like that? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I would have improvised at the, you know, I would have, I would have uh, rolled with it. I, I kind of worked off the idea that you were lucky. Ah. So uh, when you got an, a bonus success, that you would be able to find like a, a totally unlikely safe haven in the middle of this horrid place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, if, if you roll poorly, as as game says, the overlord says, how things get worse. Maybe I would have had Gabriel stop in. Be like, oh, well, what's the, all this music? Well, look at this. Or maybe I would have had the goddess be like, uh, you know, wake up and, and um, do horrible things to you. Hung over in the middle of the desert as, as Gabriel's uh, closing on him. <laughs> that would have been fun, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or us dealing with the fact that she's found a perfectly good avatar in Elsinore. That would have been something cool, too. Awesome. That all worked out quite well. Yeah. Cool. Because it's it's mm-hmm. always like when you have no plan, uh, it, it usually goes either okay or really bad or really really well. I think it was pre- pretty decent. We certainly had a lot more varied scenes uh, than um, when I played with Trilobite and, and Ari and, and Florian. Yeah, I, I like that that we got that we had scenes moving along, right? That you you were in the desert, you found the the oasis, you went on to the the ocean, you found the city, you had some city adventure, and 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 you. I, I, I love that you were like, you know what? We should have a fight on the docks while we're dealing with, uh, you know, a sail. Yep. That was a great idea. Uh, I would <laughs> never have thought about that. Cinematic and gave us both things that were to do in our area of expertise. Super. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very cool, guys. 
Are we ever going to return to the to the un, to the underway? <laughs> that that's been my intention all along. I just wanted like because uh, yeah. it seemed like we had a bunch mm-hmm. of games that people wanted to play. Uh, Talisman, yeah. absolutely, because Dirk had been waiting like two years. I think oh, yeah. to get a game going. That was fun too. Yeah. So, so that's something. But if you if you feel like we should do that sooner rather than later, we could. No, no, no. I just, yeah. I just, yeah, no, no. It's, 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 it's on the horizon. I mean, it's up there with that. You know, of course, that's our longest running game right up there with the Satsi. But Satsi's more on and off. Satsi comes up occasional one shots. Yeah. 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 I, I actually got a little excited about maybe playing that again because uh, uh, I found the the writings of. Um, this American eye doctor from the, the late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, William Bates, uh, who had some like remarkable discoveries in the sort of re- recovering eye strain and so forth. And I, I was reading his book and I was I'm uh, like better vision without glasses or whatever and uh, stories about him. And I was like, man, this is a centurion mentor. I, I need to make a character that's like, yeah. I can see the moons of Jupiter from here because I have achieved a telescopic vision, right? Oh, it was so brilliant. So I'm, I'm actually like, if we were to have like a short campaign, I might rejig a, a different character because uh, that got me a little excited about that, uh, the whole yeah, period. William Horatio Bates. Yes, that's the guy. <laughs> Maybe we can do that on some, to generate some characters to give some background. So some sure. Yeah. sure. Well, um, thanks for today. Thanks for sticking it out with me. Um, yep. <laughs> I wanted to have a, some kind of fun game. Awesome. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Ah, the beautiful face of that man who is horrible. I forget his name for some reason uh, now, but I just saw uh, an episode of John. Uh, yeah, no, not John. <laughs> not that horrible. <laughs> Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at thesundayskypers.freeforums.org or at our Facebook page, whatever the heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at Sunday Skypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?